Hi, this is Jay Billis of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. It's the ML Sports Platter all over the major platforms, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Deezer, and a heck of a lot more. You can hit me on Twitter, at Mike L Sports. Keep sharing, keep recommending it, keep downloading, subscribing, leaving five-star reviews and feedback. All of that stuff goes a million miles in trying to promote the podcast. We are brought to you by Rosie's Corner, Brewerton Ace Hardware, Welching Company Jewelers, and our great friends over at the Syracuse Fitness Store. If you're in and around Central New York, They've got the top-notch workout equipment from ellipticals to stationary bikes. I've got one just to the left of me as I am talking right now. Free weights. Uh, they've got the workout mats and a heck of a lot more. Syracuse Fitness Store has all the equipment you need to get in tip-top shape in 2022. Syracuse Fitness Store on Erie Boulevard is a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Big tip of the cap thank you as well to the Whitaker and Swan families for their support of the program. Super, super excited to bring on to the program my good pal. He is in his 17th season with the Syracuse Crunch as an AHL strength and conditioning coach. Obviously tied greatly to the parent team Lightning. We're going to get into what they're doing right now, the conditioning, Kucherov back, um, and, and some of the things that go into conditioning at this time of the year, not just for a team that's going for a cup or going for another cup, but going for three straight cups, which Tampa Bay is doing, and right now they look as good as anybody in the National Hockey League. It's my good pal, Mark Powell. He's on Twitter, at BoogATC. That's at B-O-O-G-A-T-C. Mark, how are you, buddy? Welcome. Hey, thanks a lot. And uh, everything's good. Doing well here. Let's let's start. I ran into you at the Carrier Dome at Syracuse's um, you know, big win there the other night, and um, obviously that was uh, you know a game that they needed against Clemson. You had uh, you had pretty good seats there, man. You know people, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it pays to know people. I have friends in high places, I guess. Yeah, no doubt. Let's start talking about the the hockey here, and and I wanted to bring you on, um, you know, to, to kind of get an update on the crunch for sure. And we'll do that after the lightning talk. But you know, I just am so impressed when you know a guy like Nikita Kucherov comes back from all that time. I know you and I were kind of dancing with the subject. Uh, the other day um, at, at the Cuse game, how how does how does a guy like Kucherov do it like that? I mean, what what is he doing in preparation to get ready? How can he come back and be the, 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 as good as he was? I mean, how does that happen, Mark? Well, you know, he, he's one of the best players in the world. That's a good place to start, right? So so the skill is there, and the skill never leaves. And and fortunately for him, he was able to be on the ice for quite a long time during the rehab process. Now he wasn't skating full full speed necessarily or full cutting or contact, but he's able to do the things he does as a you know as a skill person. He can do skill work, he can do shooting, he can practice the things that make his game great uh, while he was doing the rehab process. So it wasn't like, okay, uh, you're you're cleared, you can play, you haven't done any of these things in six weeks or something. So so when he came back, he kind of he was able to hit the ground running. Yeah. Uh, you know, part of, partly because of because his game is a skilled game, and and you can practice those things. You know, coming back from his injury anyway. So one thing that I've I've really been interested in, and this is really the meat and potatoes of why I brought you on. You've been a part of deep playoff runs with the crunch. You've seen what it's been like on top 
with the Tampa Bay Lightning not once but twice, and now they're going for three straight Stanley Cups, which would be unbelievable, unprecedented in this in this era since you know those '80s days of the Oilers and Islanders, uh, even back to back, the Wings did it in the late '90s. How how does conditioning change, if at all? Um, you know, going through a regular season where you've just come off of playing all those preseason and postseason games, regular season games, all the practices, all the travel, then doing it again and again and again. Does it, does it change ever, Mark, as you go deep into uh, a, a playoff run and then even do it again and then try to do it again when you get into, you know, the back end of, of the year, the, I guess the second half of the year and beyond in terms of, uh, you know, what the Lightning are doing right now, for example? Well, you know what, I, I think you, know, you lose a little bit of training time in the summer. Um, but I think what, you know, the, the piece maybe is you don't get as many weeks off. So if your season's over by June 1st, maybe you take a lot of June off and then July 1st, you hit the ground running. If you go deep in the playoffs and you don't finish till the end of June, then, you know, now you get, you take two weeks off and you got to get right back in. Mm. So you lose that, that rest and recovery time. Uh, but I think the, the training you know, they train year round. Now we train in season. So, you know, they're, they're never that far out of shape, I guess, is one of the things I would say, um, you know, this year, July 7th was the, the winning, uh, games, game six, game five, game five. And so, uh, so that, you know, if they take 10 days to two weeks off, that gets you into late July and they're starting their summer training, uh, you know, and back to training camp, uh, mid, mid-September, I think we were a week later. So, you know, they probably got had two months, uh, you know, so maybe six weeks of hard work. Uh, but again, when you're not that far out of shape ever, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of injuries and bang-ups and, and things that are, you know, things that are taken care of and maintenance stuff that you have to kind of take the summer and, and rest from and recover from. Um, but, the you know, like I said, the, the main conditioning is always not that far away, I would say. You know, you hear so many stories in today's NHL. I listen religiously, and, and the AHL for that matter. I, I listen religiously to Spittin' Chicklets, and I listen to the 32 Thoughts with Elliot Friedman and Jeff Merrick. They're just both sensational podcasts. And they have people on all the time, big names, obviously, players, coaches, executives, etc., scouts, whoever. And you hear just these legendary stories of all these guys in today's day and age they're just so committed to the game. You know, they rarely are they drinking, rarely are they putting bad food into their body. They've all got their personal chefs and their trainers and this and that and the other thing. And you hear legendary workout stories about some of these young guys and, and even Sid and Ovechkin, they're doing it still to this day. And they've been in the league almost, what, 20 years. Um, sure. it, up close and personal, What? give me some legendary workout stuff that you've seen. Like who... I mean, look, all these guys are training and they're working extremely hard. They're all an unbelievable mm-hmm. shake. I marvel at what hockey players can do. But sure. but give me maybe a guy or two who kind of kind of takes it even into another stratosphere with like the workout stuff. Yes, uh, you know, it's it's you know, I gotta, I gotta think on that. I can tell you I can tell you one story uh, back when you know, and I've told the story a million times to our guys and actually tweeted about it today, but anyway, uh, you know, Bazzi, when he was here, so he's not going to play in a particular game. So he comes down, you know, 
big workout guy he comes down Vasilevsky right, yep. you know, after the morning skate and says yep. all right let's let's get a great workout in <laughs> so I just want it just give it to me so mm. so you know we put together a total body workout we went heavy like more, throw more weight on all that wow. stuff and, you know so he's not going to play that night so so our you know the we give up five goals in the first so he has to go play two periods you know and so so after being you know quote unquote worn out from the morning session he goes out there and pitches the shutout you know so so we you know there was there was an, an in-game thing and the the other piece of that was you know on saturday it was like a wednesday game saturday he has to start and doesn't the same thing happen to him and our two goalies had some competition between them so that saturday the other goalie comes down and he says whatever Benji did i want that workout so he, i gave it to him on the saturday and the same thing happens you can't make this stuff up like yeah. he gives up five goals so, uh, so you know, the other guy has to go in and play, and he pitches a shutout for two periods. You know, wow. so that's kind of a that's kind of a fun weight room story that I like to tell. And uh, actually, a couple of years ago, when uh, I'm in training camp, and I you know see Vazzy and I, you know all these guys that have been through here, they're kind of our guys. You know, yeah, hey Mark, how you doing? Blah blah blah. We start talking. He's like, you know what I remember in Syracuse, and he tells me that that same story. You know, which was which was great that he remembered that particular thing. You know, as a as a weight room guy, you like good thing you know he remembered something that went on in our gym you know here um eddie pasquale i can tell you he's over in the khl now he would he would deadlift 500 505 to 515 for uh, five sets of two in season i mean that's just you know that's kind of for hockey that's kind of other otherworldly strength um but you do hear about the ovechkins and the different guys the guys that have been in the game a long time they are workout animals you don't stay in the game unless you are super strong and you're able to withstand you know there's just the wear and tear of a season the guys that aren't really weight room guys they're not the ones that that last into their 40s and stuff those guys are just strong they're just monsters uh you know and even one of the things i could tell you more along the lines of evolution of the the game like it used to be that the guys would come into training camp to get in shape you know, and, and they would start lifting weights and they would get in shape and get in condition. Now, like I was saying, the, the guys are never that far out of shape. Their their whole summer is spent staying in shape and getting into better shape and working on specific specifics in their game. And the other piece is during the season lifting. So we lift pretty heavy during the season. My first year here, you know, I had a I had a plan and a plan that I wanted to do. And our strength coach in Columbus was like, yeah, go for it. You know, we talked about it. I was like, all right, it sounds good. Do your thing. And I had older guys that had been around for a while. So I, I never lifted this heavy. I've never been this strong late, this late in the season as we got into February and March. Um, and the thing I said, I said, well, you know, how much lifting did you do in past years? Said, well, we never lifted in season. <laughs> and that's again, the evolution of the total body, the yeah. total picture, you know, so and that's the evolution in 17 years that I've been in the game. So, uh, at this level, so that's kind of that's more you know, more of the thing. You see these guys, they're you know you can't you can't be weak or you can't be slow or you know you got to be strong and fast. That's the way the game is. You know, so everybody's dedicated in the summer and everybody is working hard in season. And you know, our our guys up in Tampa are they they're just strong. They're bulls. You know, those guys are lifting heavy weights. It's unbelievable. Games and stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, and and you and you know it it you it shows you know when when you when you're watching games you you see these guys in the third period they're as fast as they were in the first, right, and, and right. they're they're I, I call it strength and reserve. You know, as you get tired, yeah, you have to rely and you dig in for that strength. And if you don't have that strength base when you get tired, 
your game is going to fall off. You're going to get slower. Yeah. You're going to kind of, you know, you're going to be a step behind. And if you're physically strong, you've got that big foundation of strength. That's that strength and reserve that you can you can work off of and use late in games. You know, I think the other piece of that we talked about it today. You know, everybody's got a great first line. There's unbelievable fl- players in oh. the NHL, right? Our, so the first and second line, like Boston's first line is crazy, right? Um, but our third and fourth line are also top. They could be top lines on other teams. And that's a third line replacing the other third line, which was the best third line in hockey. Right. I know you wanted to talk about I that. do. That, I do. Go- right? Gord, Coleman, and Goudreau, man, out and plug and play, and off we go again. It's unbelievable. Right, right. And that was, you know, two guys that have been simmering here for three years. Working, working hard, biding their time. You know, last year, listen, this is, I can tell you about Boris and, and Raddy, uh, Taylor Radish that are up there. Um, you know, last year was a tough year. We played 32 games. We only played three teams. Yeah. We were either in Utica or Rochester most of the time. <laughs> um, it would have been easy, no playoffs, nothing like that to look forward to. It would have been easy for players to say, to kind of go through the motions. Let's just get through this season and let's, you know, move on to next year. You know, but our guys... To credit to them, credit to the coaching staff, that our guys came in every day ready to work. And Boris Kachuk and Taylor Esch, they're our best players on the ice every day in practice, every every game. And and they set themselves up to walk in and step right in oh. to the lightning and, you know, hardly miss a beat. So cool. After, after losing that third line. So, I mean, I, I see the work behind the scenes, and it's it's awesome. It's great. It's credit to those guys. Um, I just have a, a couple more for you, Mark. Uh, again, we're joined by Mark Powell, my good pal. Uh, almost a couple of decades here uh, working with the Syracuse Crunch uh, in terms of the uh, strength and conditioning coach and uh, spent 31 years as an athletic trainer at ESM at B-O-O-G-A-T-C on Twitter. Give him a follow. Um, you went to Buffalo recently to see the Lightning absolutely clean the Sabres clocks, which was just, you know, so easy to, to, to predict. I mean, the Sabres are going through what they always go through, and Tampa Bay is a cup contender. Um, just share the experience. You know, what, what what did you do? Did you get in and talk to the guys? No, we didn't. We, uh, you know, went up with the family, and uh, we just sat, sat in the stands. We were regular fans um, for that. Uh, and, and with the, the protocols and all that stuff, you don't want to be in and out and all that stuff, although we test here. Like, that's not an issue. But, but you know, no, went up with it, went up front. You know, we worked here. We got up in time for the game, so it wasn't much time for to run in there before or after. Um, but again, just just being a fan, loving you know, loving seeing our guys play, and uh, and great opportunity to to see them play. The other thing was that they didn't play real well in Boston, so I think uh, yeah. Buffalo kind of got the uh, you know got got their best best game after coming off a not a great great game in Boston against Boston there. So the next team was gonna gonna be kind of in for it, regardless of who it was. I think. Yeah, no doubt. So, you know, but this, but to see the, the skill, like great oh. point, just, you know, skating and, you know, his, his puck handling still is you talk about, you know, stick handling in a phone booth, uh, you know, three guys around him, he comes popping out with a puck and he's there and he's off to the races and all that stuff. And so that was, uh, you know, it's always great to see him live. You know, the, it's just, it's just great. It's just great to be a piece of, he's like, Hey, there's our, there's our guys, you know? Yeah. So we we all take pride in that here. You know, when they go up, we all want we want them to go up. We want them to to play great up there, and it's you know we take pride in that. So so it's great. It's great fun. What what's you know next for for you? You know how how long? 
you know, I know you love the game, and I know you love what you do. Um, but there comes a time for everybody to kind of step back and do something different or travel or, hell, just spend a Thursday afternoon laying around reading a book, you know, like, um, what's next for you? You know, how, how long does this go? I don't, I don't know. I mean, this is 17 years. I'll be 60 next year. Like, you know, I don't, I don't see an end in sight. You know, maybe sometime they're going to, they're going to say, Paul, get you're an old man, get the hell out of here. Uh, but I, you know, I'm not, I'm not slowing down any, you know, um, I'm not ready to slow down, I guess. Is it, you know, it's good. I still, still loving it. You know, when you, when you don't love it, I guess that's the time to say, well, you know, maybe it's time to figure something else out. Um, I got a couple things on the back burner as far as training and that kind of thing with some, some of the local guys and stuff. Uh, and you know, we definitely want to do some traveling. Well, you know, we're in the, the go-go years, as they say, I am, I am retired from one job. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm still loving it. I don't, you know, I'm going to, I'll probably be, be here and, uh, you know, when, when the crunch leaves, I'll be the last one to flip off the lights. Maybe. I don't know. Final thing. Speaking of the crunch, I mean, where you've been for almost two decades, uh, in the North division this year, I'll tell you, I, I look at these NHL standings, man. And I'm like, what, what universe are we living in right now? Charlotte checkers. Uh, you got the rocket, you've got the Belleville senators, You've got, you know, the Milwaukee Admirals, Iowa Wild, the Colorado Eagles. I'm like, well, what league is this? But I do see, you know, those teams from past days, you know, in Rochester and Syracuse and some of these other clubs. Give my listeners kind of a state of the union here on the season. The crunch here, what, at 32 points as we record this, uh, fifth in the north. Just kind of your overall assessment, what you've seen here, Mark. Well, I think we, you know, we had got a lot of young players. And uh, so we've, you know, it, Takes those long, there's a big adjustment to be made in this league. We talk all the time that, you know, every guy on our team is the best guy on every team they've ever been on their whole lives. Yeah. So, and then you come to this league where this is a great league. These are great players. So there's always an adjustment to be made. So we, I think we were, we've made some adjustments. Our guys have grown up a little bit. Um, you know, they've gotten better, obviously. And that's our coaching staff. They're, they're teachers, you know, so, so they're teaching the game. They're teaching how to play at this level. Guys are learning how to take care of themselves, how to eat right, how to, you know, be in on their own or whatever, the travel, all those things. Um, so, so we're on, we're definitely on an upswing and I think we're, you know, we're in a good position now. We've, we've got some points, we're starting to put some points together and uh, I, I like where our team is right now. We're definitely on an upswing. Um, you know, we brought in a couple of, a couple of more veteran guys, uh, that can that can lead these young kids, uh, and they're doing a great job. They come in, they're they're total pros. Um, so I, I really like where we're going. I think we're we're headed in the in a good direction. We want to be playing playing really well at the end of the year. Uh, so if we give a few points up at the beginning of the year, I think if you know you'd like to win every game, but nobody's going to do that. So I really think we're uh, headed in the right direction. We you know we've got a bunch of you know we've got a bunch of points in a bunch of games lately, and uh, we're going to continue that. Uh, continue that positive uh, spin for the next couple months here by the way isn't it unbelievable when you look up and down a roster like the crunch and you see date of birth 2001 1999 2000 2001 i mean man I, we're getting old bro you know yeah time marches on right boy it sure does man well this was a blast as always mark powell give him on uh, follow on twitter 
at B-O-O-G-A-T-C, at Boogatc, the Syracuse Crunch AHL strength and conditioning coach for 17 years, and uh, the beat goes on. Mark, great seeing you the other night. Always love our chats, and uh, hey, hopefully we can uh, settle in and enjoy a game together one of these days. Yeah, it's great to see you, Mike. Thanks for having me on, and uh, I tell everybody, come on, you know, come on down to the barn. We got uh, we got some exciting hockey going. Uh, you know, some future NHLers here, and um, you know, it's worth it's worth coming down. It's really exciting to be here and and see what goes on and watch watch the boys roll here. The ML Sports Platter is brought to you by Liverpool Physical Therapy, Ken's Auto Detailing, Rosie's Corner, Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company, and our great friends over at the Vince Aguera Consulting Group. Log on to vcgtransforms.com today. That's vcgtransforms.com. Link up with Scott and his team to become a better leader, both personally and professionally. And, of course, a huge tip of the cap. Thank you to our great friends, the Swan and Whitaker families, as well as uh, Camillus Golf Club. Hit me on Twitter, at Mike L Sports. Huge thanks again to Mark Powell. And uh, this is the ML Sports Platter. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode i'm rachel And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.